0: Good afternoon and thanks for joining the MoneyWeb at Midday show. My name is Inge Lampracht and in today's show we take a look at Mondi's interim results. Better than expected numbers from the paper and packaging group and the share price responding accordingly. We also take a look at logistics group Imperial's trading statement trading statement. Um, Imperial, of course, in the process of unbundling its automotive business. And there's also a discussion about Apple. The firm yesterday became the first publicly traded US company to reach a $1 $1 trillion market cap. Technically, it's not the first company to do so. Petro China already picked up this badge over a decade ago, but the company's valuation has come down significantly since then. This show is brought to you by the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, leaders in business. First up, let's take a look at what's happening in the markets locally. The JSC is a bit of a mixed bag. The JSC All Share Index up 0.5%. Now trading at 56,758 points. The top 40 gained 0.6%. The resource index is up 1.1%, and industrials rose 0.6%. Banks and insurers marginally higher. The property index down half a percent, though, and the gold index sliding. Point 0.2 percent positive sentiment in Europe today the FTSE 100 up point 0.4 percent the, D- the DAX gaining half a percent and the CAC 40 point two percent higher back on the local front winners and losers on the bores today Monday up more than six percent on those better than expected interims BHP Billiton gaining point 0.9 percent and Sabania improving two point three percent Imperial under pressure after that trading statement down three point six percent and liberty also under fire after yesterday's results the rand losing some ground against the dollar currently trading at 13 rand 45 but stronger against the pound and the euro a pound will cost you 17 rand 49 and a euro 15 rand 57 The gold price largely unchanged at the moment, uh, $1,208 an ounce. Platinum half a percent stronger at $826. The price of Brent crude is down 0.3% at $73.28. Our market commentator this afternoon is Director at Nitrogen Fund Managers, Rowan Williams. Thanks for joining us, Rowan.
1: Pleasure. Good to be with you.
0: Rowan, the market responding very positively to Mondi's interims today. Um, underlying earnings improving around 17%. The share price is up more than 6%. What were the reasons for the better than expected performance?
1: Yeah, certainly uh, a very good print and uh, we are seeing the reaction. Uh, really the main business, uh, the, the main upperformance, the paper packaging business, um, what we saw is... Um, Very strong numbers uh, out of that segment, and that's really driven by firm pricing. There has been uh, significant price increases that they've been able to put through in Europe, and that coupled with um, some benign um, pricing on their input costs, particularly recycled paper, as uh, China has uh, restricted uh, the import of uh, paper there. So, uh, as oversupply um, of of one of the raw uh, materials, and then very firm pricing, we're leading to uh, quite an expansion in margins uh, in that division. And that really was the reason for the outperformance.
0: Rowan, Mondi share price has done quite well over the past year. W- what is your preference at, at this point, Mondi or Sapi?
1: Uh, yeah, we've really liked uh, Mondi. I think it's a, a quality operation. Um, they uh, The current market environment uh, is very positive because... Uh, very firm pricing that they've been able to pass through uh, to their customer base. That coupled with um, fairly constrained supply in terms of uh, uh, new production coming online, which is creating a a conducive environment. And then reasonable demand dynamics for the the end products. It's less cyclical than the the paper business, which is obviously uh, sappy, and they uh, had more exposure to the, the dissolvable wood pulp. Um, and, uh, yeah, quality management, quality operation, and it has delivered over the years. So uh, at this point in time, notwithstanding the, the strong performance, we, we still like uh, Monty.
0: Rowan, then turning to Imperial's trading statement, the company expecting headline earnings to rise at least 23% uh, in the year through June, but the market not convinced uh, the share price is down 3.5%. Why the negativity?
1: Yeah, so obviously those uh, ex- Expectations were, were largely priced in. If you look at the uh, consensus number uh, from the analysts for the full year, it really, uh, their, their guidance was actually slightly below, the midpoint slightly below the consensus number. I think clearly the markets had been hoping or anticipating uh, for a little bit more in terms of the, the, the share price. It had performed strongly earlier in the year. It has moved back. But I guess are you seeing... How sensitive the market can be to sort of near-term earnings numbers, and whether uh, the market hits uh, the, the the company hits those or not. And uh, I guess yeah, you know, selling down it does look like a little bit of an overreaction. Um, I guess maybe the market's also wanting a little bit more uh, guidance or, or, or detail on on the proposed unbundling. We probably can expect to see that uh, with their results uh, later in the month.
0: Rowan, talk to us a bit about this unbundling. Do you expect to see quite a few challenges that they have to overcome during this process?
1: Well, that's been well telegraphed to the market their intent. And they do indicate in the update they also uh, released this morning that it's on track. Um, so, look, it, it, I think it is quite a big undertaking in terms of... Uh, uh, splitting the two businesses, the various uh, sort of corporate uh, head office support structures. Uh, they both will be uh, standalone businesses in their own right. Uh, and it's quite material for the business. It's, I guess, possibly there you could argue the end of an era for Imperial, which uh, you know was very much uh, an automotive uh, business. That's now going to be Motus. And uh, so, yeah, that I think it is quite material also will impact uh, possibly Imperials inclusion in various indices, which uh, will impact uh, the sort of uh, the, the, the share prices in the short term.
0: Rowan, then turning to international company news for a moment. Yesterday, Apple became the first publicly traded U.S. company to reach a one trillion dollar market cap. What do you think about the current valuation levels?
1: Yeah, so what's uh, interesting is uh, uh, Apple is included in the FANG stocks, um, which we, we know well, and we have seen uh, quite a lot of pressure on some of the, uh, the other members of that group, but uh, Apple in particular's valuation is not uh, excessive, notwithstanding this amazing milestone that uh, the company has uh, reached, and uh, I guess that makes it a safer and possibly more compelling investment than other stocks that are considered part of that uh, that group or peer group so uh, it it doesn't look excessive they do hold significant cash uh, on their balance sheet they have been returning some of that uh, by way of uh, share buybacks that's been quite supportive of the share price and i guess demand for uh, particularly iphone and iphone 10s uh, remains robust and uh, we're seeing the positive results.
0: I couldn't help but smile because since I'm an Android user looking at uh, the June quarter numbers, iPhone iPhone sales uh, only grew about I think 1% but the revenues uh, for iPhones increased by 20% so one has to wonder whether some people are not paying too much for their iPhone X's.
1: It does seem that the uh, um, the buyers of iPhones like the uh, yeah the top end uh, phone, and that's what actually where they outperformed. As you said, the unit sales were not uh, particularly impressive, but uh, uh, the majority of people that are buying the phones are buying the, the the very top end, and I think that is a hallmark of an Apple user. They love the phone, um, and they want the very best, and uh, yeah, that's why they. <laughs> the uh, very large revenue numbers
0: also i think uh, looking at that one trillion dollar market cap number one has to spare a thought for one of the initial share shareholders a uh, run wayne who <laughs> apparently sold his 10 percent stake for a mere eight hundred dollars
1: yeah so uh, it can show you how um, companies can grow from something very small to very large i guess this is the most uh, successful um, company of all time in terms of valuation so Uh, Yeah, I guess fortunes made and lost and uh, yeah, let's hope you moved on.
0: Yeah, I also maybe highlights the importance of of staying in the market to an extent. But then again, there's also examples like Steinoff. So um, let's leave it at that. Um, um, Rowan, then Tesla also, um, it's quite a controversial stock, but its Mm -hmm. share price rose uh, over 16% yesterday, leaving short sellers in a bit of a pickle. What happened?
1: Yeah, so uh, very much focused on the production figures and whether they're going for their Model 3, they'll able to uh, reach the targets that they set. Um, by their own admission, uh, fairly ambitious targets. You know, they're setting up uh, sort of uh, tents in their um, facilities to to make sure that uh, for to expand production. And I guess that's really what the market has been focusing on. And uh, their production figures were good. Um, And I guess also a little bit of contrition uh, from Elon Musk. He started the um, earnings call apparently with apologies for his behavior at the previous call and apologized in person to the analysts involved. So I think the market saw saw that as positive, maybe a little less of a hubristic approach and and, and focused on delivering. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, given the sort of... um, difference of opinion on that stock, can uh, get into a short squeeze, I guess, which is what happened.
0: I think Tesla is probably one of those companies where people either feel very strongly about it, very positive about it, or either hate the company. Where and in in which camp are you?
1: Yeah, look, I think we focus on valuations, and uh, I think it's very difficult to justify the valuation. Uh, You know, it has a valuation higher than a lot of traditional uh, car manufacturing uh, firms that uh, have very strong electric car um, programs and uh, so yeah it doesn't quite square up with the valuations of the other car manufacturers so yeah it it, it overpriced from my perspective
0: Rowan, then just coming back to the local market before we close off, we're going to see banks, our big banks, um, starting to report their uh, numbers next week. Um, The economy is still under pressure at the moment. Uh, Consumers not in a great space. What is your expectation around the results for our big banks uh, coming out from next week?
1: Yeah, so you sort of laid out the the operating environment for them. Uh, It is tough. It is challenging. We haven't seen uh, significant credit growth or credit extension um, coupled with a fairly flat uh, economy. So really not a great environment for them. I think they're doing the best they can and managing costs quite aggressively. So we see very muted uh, earnings growth. So positive but below uh, double digits. So... um, marking time to some extent and, and, and waiting for, for better economic conditions and they're quite a strong barometer of that.
0: Thank you so much for joining us, Rowan. That was Director at Nitrogen Fund Managers Rowan Williams. This show was brought to you by the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, leaders in business. Numbers rule the world, inflation, interest rates, petrol price. And when numbers change, you need to know how to respond especially when it comes to business. Partner with a chartered accountant and get far more than a numbers person. A CASA is equipped with holistic business acumen and decision-making expertise when evaluating your business's future growth. Partner with a responsible leader in business. Partner with a CASA today. Go to psycha.co.za. And that's it from me. Thanks for joining to listen to MoneyWeb at Midday.